the children of the Force. Welcome to episode 159 of Children of the Force, a podcast about Star Wars by one adult and his two kids. I'm Al Nawatsky, the adult. I'm Liam, and I'm 11. I'm Anna, and I'm 13. Well, you just kind of jumped in there, Liam. (laughs) (laughs) You're supposed to go second. What are you doing? This isn't how it's done. (laughs) That's an app from oldest to youngest. (laughs) We are... We are creatures of habit here on Children of the Force. Uh, <laughs> so, Liam, you gotta, you gotta shake it up for us. You gotta keep us on our toes. Yeah. All right. How's it going? How you guys doing? Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. Considering that we're trapped in the house all day. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Not trapped in the house. We can go outside. We have a yard. Considering that I can't see anybody. Yeah. Besides our family. Well, yeah. That's no fun. Yeah, it's been weird, um, but we're hanging in there. We're doing, you know, trying to have fun at home, and you guys are busy with school, so that helps. I am. Well, Liam, Liam. does his home work I in like am less busy than an hour. School. Yeah, it's 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 not less than an hour. It usually takes me like a couple hours to do my work, but it's not that heavy of a workload. True. It's not middle school workload. You'll have that next year. Yeah. And I'll have yep. high school workload next year. That's true. This yeah. is great. Enjoy that elementary school workload while you can, Liam. I know you are. I am. No, I know you are. <laughs> uh, we're going to start this week off with emails, which is kind of the new, the new normal, uh, which I'm really loving that we're getting emails. And yeah. every week we have something to read on the show. It's really great. Um, we, and then this week we're hearing from a new listener. Uh, cool. Or not a new listener, but maybe um, a listener we haven't heard from yet, right? And their name is Ian. And uh, according to the email title, it says, Message from a Loyal Listener. So, thank you for sending that email, Ian. And uh, we're going to read the email right now. Um, and now I'm going to read the email. I don't know why I'm putting all this preface on this email. And now, in a few seconds, I'm going to say the first word of the email. <laughs> Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I just kept... Why wouldn't Sometimes I? Sometimes I just talk in like a circle. Maybe because my brain's like processing something else. And I'm like, I just keep on introducing. I introduce the introduction and then... And then tag like a little extra onto the introduction of the introduction. Ugh. Anyway says, hi, children of the Force. I have a question for the question and answer council. I also have a theory about episode nine. My theory is, I think I know why they showed the Ewoks first celebrating. Because they had a direct involvement involvement with the first attack on the Emperor. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I didn't think of that, but yeah, really that know. makes sense. Um, yeah, that's cool. And it really kind of ties it back to, like, I wonder if those Ewoks were like, yes, we got the Emperor again. Again, again. <laughs> that's cool, and uh, and we're going to get to Ian's uh, question and answer council question in our question and answer segment. So we're going to save it for then. But thank you so much, Ian, for reaching out. Really love hearing from listeners we've never heard from before, and we love hearing from listeners that we have heard from before. 
like listeners who are new friends and some listeners who seem like old friends at this point. Uh, and uh, we got a voicemail from Aiden. And we've been hearing from Aiden off and on for, well, geez, probably six months now. Yeah, at least, now it's right? Time to introduce the introduction. So, to let- <laughs> introduce the introduction. <laughs> no, we're just going to get right to Aiden's voicemail. Aiden's voicemail needs no introduction. You All just right. introduced it. <laughs> Let's listen. Let's listen to that voicemail. <laughs> Shall we? <laughs> oh my. Hello, children of the force. It is me, Aiden, again. Sorry I did not post another um, what'd you call it? A voicemail because I didn't have enough time. I've been doing a lot of schoolwork. But I would like to say a few things that I've been doing for the last week or so. Uh, I have got Star Wars Jedi Challenge. I can play the whole game. I got a green lightsaber now, which is very amazing. It, it looks like a cool style. Um, what else? Um, I play Battlefront 2. I can play the whole game. What It was pretty fun, actually. I love the story mode. Um, if you guys, too, um, congratulations. If you have completed the game, then um, I'd like to say congratulations and... Yeah, I hope you like your new house. Um, I just want to send you another voicemail, just letting you know how I was doing and how are you doing. So, yeah, um, thank you so much. Um, I'll be sending another one of these. But right now, I got to get back to schoolwork, so I'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. Bye for now. <laughs> did they do that on purpose? Oh, I'm pretty sure they did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank you so much, Aiden, for that voicemail. And, uh Let's see. So Jedi Challenges, awesome. Another listener who's playing Jedi Challenges yeah. at home. Battlefront like, 2, yes, we completed. So it is good. the best. It yes. is so good. That That is a great story. I think, Liam, you said that's your favorite story mode, or is Jedi uh, no, not Fallen, Fallen Order? Order. I, like, um, I like Jedi Fallen Order. I like like how you play it better, but oh, I yeah. like the story in Battlefront 2 better. Oh, yeah, I like yeah. the story better in Battlefront 2, yep. but I like the other game better. Yeah. Like yeah. You move around. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, that's cool. Yeah. And uh, you know, I'm glad to hear that you're busy with schoolwork, Aiden. That's important. Uh, but it's good to hear that you're also having fun, Star Wars related fun at home too. Um, and thank you so much for the voicemail. It's always always great to hear from you. And uh, we got another email from Nyan. 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 Nyan helped helped me with pronouncing his name, Nyan. Thank you so much for clarifying that because I felt bad every week that you said your name. So so Nyan says, thank you so much for all those great book recommendations. Remember last week we we gave him those book book recommendations? It was. He says, I am already listening to Dooku Jedi Lost, and I'm about to start Master and Apprentice. Very excited for that because I love Claudia Gray's books. Me too. Yeah. I have not played Battlefront 2. Oh, wow. Interesting how these these uh, emails are kind of like yeah. relating to each other a little bit, right? I am I have not played Battlefront. And also how Aiden's Jedi Challenges email like, related to Charlie's voicemail from last. This is you so know? cool. Like, it's like, uh, it's so everything's cool. like clicking together. I love um, this. He says, I have not played Battlefront 2 or Jedi Fallen Order because I don't have a gaming console. I would love to play the story mode campaign, but I am not a fan of first-person shooter things. I was wondering if I should read Inferno Squad, even though I haven't played Battlefront. Okay, so here's what I I was thinking about this. And I think if it's a gameplay thing and you don't like first person, you just don't like the way the movements and stuff, 
you could um, read Inferno Squad, and actually, Inferno Squad is a is a prequel to the Battlefront Two story mode game. So, even if you never play Battlefront Two and you don't know that story at all, Inferno Squad itself stands alone as like an introduction to uh, Iden Versio, the main character of Battlefront Two. Now, if you and, and, and it's a really good book on its own. It stands alone, if and it ties into some really interesting stuff in Star Wars that I think you'd appreciate. Um, if you read it and you want to know how Aiden's story continues, you could watch on YouTube. You can actually search, you know, for Battlefront Two story mode all cutscenes, right? And people have stitched together. Like the story we from the game. We watched one of those. It's actually pretty good. We did. We actually, when we did our last big Star Wars watch through, I think it was the last one or maybe the one before that, we actually included the the story mode cutscenes from Battlefront Two mm-hmm. in between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. Yes. Um, because that game, that game, it's not really a spoiler. That game ends with sort of ends with the Battle of Jakku. Um. There's a little bit tacked Which on to the end there, but but, okay. but it's not really a spoiler. Um, but uh, but yeah, so I think it's a good book. It's it's a little little mature, maybe. Um, mm-hmm. I've never you read haven't it. read it. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to think. There's you know they deal with some pretty pretty mature things, but I think if you're reading Claudia Gray books, you're probably good to go on Inferno Squad. Um, yeah, and then. Uh, Nyan goes on to say that new Clone Wars episode was amazing. Even better than the first Siege of Mandalore episode. I agree. Ahsoka is simply the best character in Star Wars. I cannot exaggerate how much I love that character. And am I mistaken, or was that a was that hologram on the far right, Dryden Voss, when Maul was talking to the syndicate leaders? It was. Yes, it, it was. was. Yes, That's it not was really Dryden a spoiler. Voss. No, it's not really. Not um, really. And uh, that was confirmed by... Uh, StarWars.com or one of the YouTube videos did confirm, I think, that it was Dryden Voss. Yes. Um, yeah, Ahsoka the is... the download actually did. Was it the download? I think yeah. it was yeah. the download. Um, Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni um, was oh. talking about how like he wanted to show that Maul had a ton of power, mm-hmm. so he put in a lot of syndicates, including, including Dryden Voss. Yes, that, that sounds right. Yeah, um, so yeah, Ahsoka. Would you guys would you guys agree that Ahsoka is uh, one of the best characters in Star Wars? Or he says simply yeah. the best character in Star Wars. I think she's one I'd of the say best. one of the best. Yeah, yeah. Characters. She she is just she's just so awesome. Yeah, she is um, so relatable. She's a great character. I think they were making the oh, what did we watch? Um, we watched uh, our Star Wars, my Star Wars story, right? That video, it's on the Star Wars YouTube page. It was about, it's about like a series that they have about fans, right? And I don't remember this fan's name, but she was talking about... Zoe. Zoe, thank you. Nice. Uh, she was talking about um, Leia and Padme and about how they really seemed to have it together and were awesome, strong characters. And then, um, and then that, as opposed to Ahsoka, who you see kind of growing up and figuring things out. And mm-hmm. I think that's why she resonates so much with with kids, especially. Um, but that's just interesting, right? To see someone have that character growth. Yeah, it's um, really interesting. Like yeah. she was fourteen 
and then we see her like so much older. We mm-hmm. just really see all of her ages. She was fourteen at the beginning. At the very beginning. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now she's probably like twenty. Well, oh yeah. Um, you mean in the Clone Wars? Yeah. 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 And in Rebels, she's like thirty something. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then the Mandalorian. <laughs> She's like 100 years old. No, no. She'd only be probably 40 at the most, Um, which isn't old at all, right? Right. No, no, not old, not old. No. 41, though. Oh, that's old. Yeah. I'm so old. Uh, All right. So thank you so much. I'm 41, yes. Um, Oh, he also says, by the way, I also love Harry Potter and Doctor Who. Nice. We are, we love Harry Potter. The, you kids have not watched Doctor Who. Mm-mm. Just an episode, maybe one or two episodes. But um, with the weird skin lady. Oh, that weird skin lady! <laughs> I showed both of you the same episode. And that one cat, <laughs> that one cat oh. one. I watched that <laughs> when I was like seven. Was it like seven? <laughs> and I was like scarred. I was like, no. Uh, so Anna, Wait, it was a cat. Okay, so hold on. It we was were, like a cat hospital. So first of all, we're, the skin lady is—I don't remember her name—but it's from the first season of the original reboot. I think number nine was the Doctor Christopher Eccleston, um, and it was the one where moisturize me. You know, it's the skin sheet that is the last surviving <laughs> human, basically in the far future, um, and she's just a sheet of skin. <laughs> It's and then Anna's talking about the episode where they go to new 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 York. And uh people could probably hear your fingers going like Yeah, yeah, I counted 15 when I said it because it's the 15th New York. Uh and there's like a hospital and there's these cat nurses and one of them gets infected with like every disease possible. And rapidly starts to turn into a sort of zombie diseased person. And and their face kind of changes really fast. And they have these boils and stuff. And you're like, nope, shut it off. <laughs> you were young. You were like super, I, was I think young. you were seven. I, was I don't know young. why, why I wanted you to show, show you that one. I don't know why. Why would you show her well, that? cat nurses, they're cute, right? <laughs> Watch them turn into zombies. I'm so sorry. How about that creepy oh, angel episode or whatever that was? That one was good. Did we watch that? I never saw that one, but I've heard of it many times. Did, it was, it did was, I watch? Did we watch? Yeah, that? we watched that one together. Were the angels when you look away? They. I think so. Oh, and that the one is with like terrifying. the big sun. That one. What was the one with the big sun? That's the one with the skin sheet, the moisturizer. Maybe. I have a little question. The sun question. was exploding. I have a little question. Oh, that might have no. been the I have a little question. That's right. We watched that one episode where the girl had to sing a perfect yeah, song one. to mm-hmm. appease the, the sun god. Oh, that, that episode was so, was so good. good. It was so good. Daddy. Oh, yeah. Daddy. Anyway, I have Doctor a question Who. To you. Yeah, we should maybe watch some Doctor Wait, Who. Wait, yeah. I have a question to you What's about the question? creeping angels. Uh, I don't think they're called creepy. Are they called creepy angels? I don't know, but you said that one was terrifying. I don't think Anna and I watched it. How are angels? Angels made of stone that turn around terrifying. <laughs> You'll have to watch someday. And Let's find out. watch it. It's literally just a stone angel. You know what? I think we should watch Doctor Who. We should. Maybe we could watch that because, oh, well, we'll get to what we're. Well, you know what? Let's. Thanks so much, Nyan, for the <laughs> email. And uh, that was great. Yeah. Uh, really good email. Uh, hey, we started talking about Doctor Who, which I don't think we ever have on this on <laughs> no, this show. No, I don't think so either. Um, How about we talk about Star and, uh, Let's talk about Star, <laughs> Star Wars-y stuff that we've been up to, which uh, we just finished Resistance Season 2, which so is why good. we're kind oh, of God. thinking about a new show to watch. I thought 
we're kind of watching the Simpsons, but maybe we could actually pepper in some Doctor Who and start yeah. watching through. We could kind of pick and choose which Doctor right. Who episodes to watch. They are good. They can be a little creepy, but, but I, we Simpsons know... the Simpsons is literally the best TV show ever. I don't know about that. I know, but it's really I good. I do love The it's Simpsons. It's really good. I don't want to. Wa- I don't want to only watch The Simpsons with you guys when when it's just the three of us because we'll be doing that for the next five years. <laughs> like there's so many episodes. Yeah, it's going to take forever to get through them. I- I'm going to want to watch other things in between. So anyway, The Matrix. Resist. Yeah, I, we did start watching The Matrix last and night. And Liam's like, "This is boring. Let's go to The Simpsons." <laughs> also, it's rated R, but it's it's for violence, and it's I, I don't think there's anything awful in there. But you kids are getting older, and this show is the people listening to this show are growing up with us too. But also some younger but kids also are younger you know, kids. starting to so, listen so to. We're, so we're, we also say some things too oh, mature yeah. for younger kids. Yeah, Matrix is too mature for yeah. younger kids for sure, for sure. <laughs> Like, uh, and a lot um, of Doctor um, Who is, too. Like, 10 and up, yeah, probably. The Matrix? Oh, it depends on the person. Mm. I think most 10-year-olds are probably too young for The Matrix. Yep. Well, I'm that 11-year-old that's too young for The Matrix. Well, you? because no. you watched Star Wars when you were, like, three. <laughs> you, I think you could handle it, bud. I know. I, I don't think I you would think. You'd, you you would finish the movie and say, why was this rated R? But I know, I know, I, I would know, too. I know. And I finished um, The House with the Clock in Its Walls and said, why is this rated PG? Oh, that <laughs> movie? Okay, if you're thinking of showing your kid that movie because it's PG, do not. It's literally. It's terrifying. It's terrifying. We don't need to do not need to explain it. But it, it's very disturbing. So <laughs> it is disturbing. make sure you watch it through before yeah. you show your kid don't to make sure your kid's your kids. gonna yeah. be okay with watching it. Should be rated at least PG thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. Well we were watching what we were, oh yeah, we watched uh, Raising Dion on Netflix, which is a great show. But <laughs> it said it was rated G. That's rated G. And we just couldn't it's not. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. It should be rated PG thirteen. Um, well PG at least. PG. I at mean least. it's not Wait, it was rated G? It was rated yeah. G. <laughs> I know. Sesame Street there's is some, rated G. I know. There's some really <laughs> disturbing imagery and stuff in there. So anyway, that's another one. I don't know. Go to Common Sense Media. Yeah. Uh, it's usually pretty good. Common Sense um, Media is the best rating because you can like see everything that's too mature for you or good for you. Or, yeah. You, know? you got to take everything with a grain of salt, I think. But but it's it's pretty good because it's um, people who watch it actually comment on it. But but there's, they also have editors who, who rate the movies themselves, too. So it's not just people commenting because I think a right. lot of times that stuff can get really... You know, it just all depends on which comment you see from which parent. And some parents are, I I don't agree with right. <laughs> a lot of the things they say are inappropriate for kids. I'm like, that's not inappropriate. Exactly. You it's know, like, like, so I looked at a movie. I don't know what it was, but it was movie? a movie with a lesbian couple in it. Mm-hmm. And they weren't in it for that long, I don't think. Yeah. But parents were saying 18 plus this should not be rated pg because there's a lesbian couple and i looked at the kids reviews and one kid was like i don't know why people are saying (laughs) that a lesbian couple is bad if it was a straight couple they would be completely fine with it yeah that's exactly what i'm talking about that's yeah exactly (laughs) which yeah parents sometimes adults are confused and they don't understand what kids can handle nope (laughs) um yeah, so anyway, back to Resistance Season 2. We finally finished it. Uh, let's say for the next couple minutes, maybe. Spoilers for Resistance. Um, oh, so good. Yeah. Damn, 
came back. Tam came back. Yay! That was I almost teared up when she stepped onto the Colossus, and yeah, after me too. leaving, and and, and the too. way they all accepted her back, and how she was like, "Are you sure?" You know, like yeah. like she really felt bad and. And, uh, At first, when they saw their, her, they were like traitor. But then she explained how she did something horrible, and she feels horrible for it. Yeah. And this is the least she can do. Yeah. And then I was like, oh. It was it was really good, and also like I'm glad that that Yeager and Kaz like they still they felt bad about lying to her, you know? Yeah. And I think they realized that they shouldn't have. They yeah. should have trusted her. But if they did tell her, would she have left? If they had told her from the get-go, I think she would have been a little more understanding, yeah. They would have had time to explain to her why and all that stuff. But but anyway, yeah, no, I, I'm, I really, like, it was a really good ending yeah, to that yeah. show. Um, and it's a cheesy happy ending. It was, was a, it was a cheesy <laughs> happy ending. And yeah, I, like I said last night when we finished it, I'm like, we need some of those, you know? Star Wars should have those. I mean, think of the end of A New Hope. There's an award ceremony. Everybody yeah. smiles at each other. Yeah. Chewy roars, and that's the that end. So you know, it's, it's, so, it's so good. Cheesy. But it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. And and the but end. But without music, it's way worse. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. You should link that the, the video. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars without Williams. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I mean, Return of the Jedi too, right? I mean, they're all like standing as if someone's taking a portrait photo of them. And like Lando's in the back clapping along to the music, and and they're all just smiling at the camera. <laughs> yeah, uh, they are. It's so, so it's so weird. And then the so Empire Strikes Back is just horrible. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. It's like horrible with hope. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's true. Star Wars has lots of hope. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, I think you know the show itself. I mean, we can talk about Resistance as a whole. I think it was really fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, season I two was better than season one. Season se- one, like I think they learned some things for season two. I feel like oh, it was a yeah. little bit different. I yeah. feel like season one was more like there was less mature, more mm. for kids. Yeah, season two was more like the empires chasing them. Yeah, what are they gonna do? Mm-hmm. Right, there was they more might conflict. die. There was more like big conflict. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. So there was this um, one time uh-huh. where um, in season one, where Kaz is standing on the edge of a cliff, and he's walking, and he trips and almost falls, and then catches his balance. I'm like, that's not funny. Like I don't. I feel like they shouldn't have put that in because like, I don't remember like, that. He's clumsy, but like I feel like that's not really that funny because okay. he could have easily just died because he tripped off a cliff. Yeah. But he didn't. There's a lot of slapstick humor in this show, you know, falling down and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, oh, but, and I uh, love Niku. Niku's yeah. amazing. Yeah, Niku was a, a good addition to Star Wars. Um, I think. Um, I think the last two episodes, like it seemed like the tone of the show really shifted this season, but also the last two episodes were so much more serious and and the like the stakes seemed very real i mean we saw like we saw those aliens who helped the resistance like basically die that was really like their whole village got wiped out by the empire by the first order and you know that's the kind of stuff that 
I never thought we were going to see on Resistance. Oh and I gosh. don't. We saw them drop right. a. We saw them drop a huge crate on like a million stormtroopers. <laughs> Not a million, but yes. They just yes, killed they like were... twenty stormtroopers. Yeah. yeah. And and then Pyre makes it out, and I'm like, oh, they didn't make Pyre die because we know Pyre. We know he's a human being, uh-huh. so we know that. If he dies, then people will be sad. He's but a these named people, character. Yeah, but these people over here, nobody yeah. cares about them because they're stormtroopers. Well, but then Pyre didn't make it out. I mean, the Star Destroyer blew up. Yeah, I guess. But you didn't see him die. He didn't see him die. Yeah, he didn't see Agent Tyranny die either. Ruckland, that was probably Ruckland, or Ruckland. More than Ruckland two died. You didn't Ruckland. see him die either, though, right? So who knows, right? He didn't deserve to die. They could be on a he section of the Star Destroyer that survived. But he also and... said incredible when they were blowing up the planet. Like, that's not. Oh, he's awful. Cool. Yeah, oh he's no. Horrible. I mean, you know. Well, I mean, like, who were his parents? Who raised him? Who knows? If Yeager raised him, he'd be, he'd be in the resistance right now. But somebody else raised him. So it's not his fault? So it's not his this fault. This is more than two minutes. That's also a very large, deep conversation for oh, maybe another episode. People are going to be Wait, like, but, all right, two minutes forward. And then they're going <laughs> to skip to saying, oh, and they didn't see Agent Tierney die either. <laughs> and they're going to be like, oops, sorry. Uh-huh, what? I'll have to, maybe I'll speed up our voices so we actually fit within two minutes. <laughs> anyway, Wait, no, no, the reason... The reason why I thought it was so long is because we spent like an hour in between the two minutes <laughs> off off the show. Oh, off camera? Yeah, off That's camera. That's Off, off vo- microphone. Mi- vo- off mic- video recording. Yes. It's called a microphone. <laughs> uh... Other Star Wars thing we were up to is, of course, we're watching the Clone Wars, and yes, that second episode. So good. So good. I just can't believe there's two left, and so where do they go from here? I know, right? And we're not going to talk oh, much about Clone it Wars. It was so good. Right now, I think we will do a reaction core for the Mandalorian arc, so maybe we'll save. It was yeah, save the, all of the, our so good. Clone Wars was so Clone <laughs> so Wars, good. Clone Wars was so good. It was <laughs> so good. It was so good. It was, it was like it was like it was like you know that one thing happened and then went to and then they did oh, okay. with the Moving and then, then they said to grab there and then was up and then was and it was good. <laughs> okay, we're done. So yeah, we'll talk about Clone Wars later and uh we'll be able to say so good in a special episode where we because talk about that Mandalorian arc. So good. So good. Let's head on over to Liam's Music, music corner. corner. All right, Liam, what song do you have for us today? You've been making EDM a lot lately now. Uh, more Again. EDM than hip hop. And, uh, what song do you want to present to us today? It's a song called Saturday Morning, and I named it because it's a Tuesday morning. You, did you make this song on Saturday morning? No, I made it on Tuesday morning. <laughs> you made it this morning? Made it this I morning? did it. I oh, made it this morning. This morning you yeah. made this. Oh, Tuesday okay. morning. I thought you were going to do that other one. Oh, that you made oh, yesterday. Liam is always replacing his music with new music. But that song was that, so good. Well, yeah, that's new... the intro. Oh, Oh, the song oh, that he showed, it. played okay. for you yesterday is yeah, what we're using answer. as the <laughs> Liam's Music Corner intro Okay, music. so anyway. And now we're going to play Saturday, Saturday Morning. morning. Let's give it a listen.
made up a dance for that song. It was pretty ridiculous. A lot of slapping of legs. Your own legs. Don't worry. Uh, Yeah. Well, that was that was good. Thanks, bud. Um, You thought it was gonna end, and then it started back up again. (laughs) Yeah, I did. All right. <laughs> so, Daddy, we were doing the dance, uh-huh. and um, you were like, and you were like, Anna, and you're like, Anna, Liam, guys, sit down, and uh, and, sh- and then we sat down, and Anna's like, but what if it starts back up again? And then it <laughs> dropped, and then we both got up, we were like, <laughs> started dancing. Uh, yep. <laughs> yep. No, it was good. Uh, all right. Well, let's head on over to the news. So, Genevieve O'Reilly was announced as a cast member for the Cassian Andor series. That's the person who played Mon Mothma in Rebels. Cool. So, so we're going to be get... Mon Mothma, probably. Yep. yep. So, that's cool. We haven't heard much about the Cassian Andor series, so no, it's kind of nice to get nope. some news. Uh, they also announced a few other actors. Uh, Stellan Skarsgård, who played Dr. Selvig in the Marvel movies. Remember in Thor was the first movie he was in. The kind of older doctor that worked with Natalie Portman's character, Jane. Jane Foster. Oh, yeah. You know, the, the, oh, the older... Oh, that dude, yep. the guy who got naked? <laughs> yes. On TV? What? Yes, yes. In, in front Thor, of a ton of rocks? In, in Thor 2. Oh, my. He was running around in his underwear on the news, talking about... <laughs> it, it blurted out, it blurted them, out. Uh, holes opening in time and space and stuff I like that. I remember anyway. that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Really cool. um, oh, so that's funny. interesting. Uh, there are also a couple more. Um, I don't know these. I searched. I ser- I looked up their their acting credits and I don't think we know anything they're in. Uh, Denise Go, I think that's pronounced. G-O-U-G-H. And Kyle Soler. Um, so... That's cool. I'm happy about Genevieve O'Reilly, and I really like Stellan Skarsgård. Like, it's got just kind of an interesting presence on screen. A I'm kind of bummed name. out that all Stellan Skarsgård. Yeah, yeah. I'm bummed out that all of these announcements are white people. Mm. Um, but I, I, I'm sure I'm hoping they, you know, there'll be more. And uh, Cassian Andor isn't white. Because I mean, no, no, I know. But all of these, this uh, announcement, uh, right? And you know, Rogue One did a really like was very did a really good job with representation uh, yeah not necessarily good sexual representation because almost everybody in that movie was a man even uh, though the main character even was though a woman. the main character was a woman yeah <laughs> it doesn't make it okay that nobody else no, was uh, mon mothma had a scene but a couple scenes but you know yeah just uh w- wish that there would have been a little more variety in that main uh, cast. Well, I mean, but, we don't uh, know the genders of all the background characters. Well, that's I'm not saying background characters. Oh, okay. Uh, so then also this uh, this StarWars.com post about these uh, this announcement also said that Tony Gilroy is going to write and direct and showrun uh, the Cassian Andor series. So I think we've heard that kind of already, but this confirms it. Uh, and so on the one hand, Tony Gilroy is another white guy. Uh, but on the other hand, he co-wrote Rogue One. So oh. um, depending on what you thought so of Rogue One. Well, I mean, I liked Rogue One, but for I some people, the fact that he wrote 
Rogue One might put him on the same hand as the fact that he's another white guy because I some people didn't really Rogue like One, Rogue One. No. Oh. But um, but I think a lot of people did like Rogue One. I think overall it was it was a good movie, well done. Uh, I think sad, but yeah, yeah, it was good. So I am I'm optimistic, maybe a little cautiously optimistic, but I think Tony Gilroy he's he's a good, you know, he did good with Rogue One. So we'll see. And speaking of things that are going to be on Disney Plus, uh, May the 4th, we talked about last week, we're going to get that new Mandalorian behind the scenes show, we're going to get the final Clone Wars episode, and now they announced we're going to get The Rise of Skywalker on Disney Plus on May the 4th, which is quite a bit earlier than it was originally planned to be on Disney Plus. Well, Disney Plus knows that everybody is trapped inside their house, so. And they want to give us something special for Star Wars Day. That's true. That's or true. maybe they're just putting out a ton of content because they want people to buy Disney Plus so they can watch their Rise of Skywalker. Both things can be true. Yep. And I think they are. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I mean, they're still a company that wants to make money. So, yeah. You know. um, and they're taking over everything, so every single TV show in the world is going to be on Disney Plus. I don't think that'll happen. But they're taking over everything. No, they're not. There's plenty of other things that aren't owned by Disney. One day at a time. (laughs) Now we wish it was owned by Disney, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So we could watch that fourth season. Um, So, yes. uh, We already have the Blu-ray of Rise of Skywalker, but it's good to know that it's on Disney+, and I'm happy for everybody else who doesn't have any other way to watch it. Uh, Pretty now cool. we can sell it at the garage sale we're going to do this summer. No, we don't we are not sell selling physical Star copies Wars of Star movies. Wars. <laughs> we do not. We I'm do looking not at my that. my VHS copy of The Phantom Menace that's sitting over there. And, and yeah, I don't sell physical copies of Star <laughs> Wars. Even even copies of in formats that I can't watch anymore. <laughs> um, oh, one other Star wars thing I just thought of. Uh, talking about things that people can do at home that are Star Wars related. Last night, uh, we watched Jonas Suatamo read Chewie and the Porgs. Mm-hmm. That was fun. That was yeah, fun. On the, on the Disney, so on the Disney, the Disney, the main Disney YouTube channel has uh, read-alongs with actors from various movies. And, and Ashley Eckstein does one. Yep. And Daisy Ridley did one. Yep. And who else? Yep. For Star Wars, that's it. That's it? Yeah. That was one yeah. more person. Uh, Ming-Na Wen, who, you know, was Fennec Shand, she oh, read yeah. uh, Mulan's story. Because um, she's also Mulan. She also was the voice of Mulan in, in the animated movie, yep. So, yeah. Uh, that was a really, really... Uh, we had, You kids had never read Chewie and the Porgs. Wait. I had read Chewie and the Porgs in the aisle at Target. <laughs> oh yeah, I do that all the but, time uh, too. But um, but it was really cool watching Jonas uh, read it and do his chewy voices and stuff. And you could tell he has a kid. Uh, let's head on over to the question and answer council. The question and answer council, where we ask questions and answer them. It's the question and answer council. It's the question and answer council. Yay. So uh, Ian from earlier also has a question for the question and answer council. If Rey started a new Jedi order, uh, do you think she would? First of all, do you think she would start one? 
If yes, do you think she would change any of the original Jedi Order rules, like no attachments, for example? I don't think she would. You don't think she would what? Start a new uh, Jedi Order. She's not a teacher. You don't think she would start one she's either? She's not then? a teacher. If she did, hmm. she would definitely make it her own. Mm-hmm. And she wouldn't follow the original Jedi Order rules. Mm-hmm. She would totally change it. She'd be like, hey, kids, play Mm. on your phone while I hold my lightsaber in your faces. What? (laughs) No, no, she would teach them. She would teach them. So it's like, just imagine kids at their desks, at their desks, and then Rey, instead of getting a yardstick, she gets her lightsaber (laughs) and and hits their desk. Wow, that's old school. And hits their desk. (laughs) Do you have a teacher who hits her desk with a yard yard stick? (laughs) No. First of all, you don't have a desk. Second of all, (laughs) there are no yard sticks in your school. No, there Uh, there probably Um, are. But but but, yeah, she would she would teach like Qui Gon Jinn a little bit, but also in the style of Qui Gon Jinn. Yeah, yeah. A little bit, but then she'd also like you know be herself and Mm -hmm. do it her own way too. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, I think for me. Uh, I think she would start. I think she she does. I think she does start uh, a new Jedi Order. I don't know if she would call it the Jedi Order. No, I don't um, think so. But a new school of Force users or a place where people can come and, and learn the ways of the Force. The Jedi really, and the Sith are dead. Because she's well, the last hope. She is the last Jedi. So why doesn't she decide to be a Pikamongawa? She's the last Jedi. A what? No, no, I think she's... I don't know, I, I, I just think said a random would. name. Why can't oh, she just okay. start, like, instead of being a Jedi, she can be mm. a Pikamangua. Because... Uh, because <laughs> teach an order of Pikamangua. Well, I mean, I think from the rise of... <laughs> Sorry, I'm just totally... What was it? I don't know. What I don't know. It was the first thing... I think you're on to something there, Liam. It was the first thing that came to my so, head. I think no, she'd keep the Jedi name. I think she would, too. Give it a different meaning. I mean, but she's I like asking, like, she is all the Jedi. I mean, she tells Palpatine, right? Yeah. Like, she's obviously taken the mantle of Jedi onto herself, right? Like, yeah. she, she does consider herself a Jedi at the end of The Rise of Skywalker. I'm not talking about what I think she should do. I'm talking about what she did. And Pikawangama is not a word that she has ever it's said. <laughs> it's Pikamangua. It's Pikamangua. Okay, fine. Not Pikawangua. Oh, I'm sorry. So, I can tell you that um, there is concept art from out there about the end of The Rise of Skywalker where she, after going to Tatooine, does go to another planet with green grass and it is a school. It is a place where there are other there are kids there and they're learning the ways of the force. So that was an idea that they had that they were going to show us. I think if we ever get a movie in the future, you know, uh, showing us the future of Ray and Poe and Finn and Rose and Poe and, po and Finn and Rose yes. and Rose and yes, Conics and Rose and Conics and Rose uh, and Conics. Yep, Rosics. Uh, I think Rolex. that Rolex. I think that we will see that Ray did start yeah. a new Jedi Order. 
I, I think we will, I think we will see that. Yeah, you, <laughs> we will see you that. make a good point. Yeah. Um, so, and, and for me, I think Gua. since since I do Not think Gua. she since I do think she is starting a new order that. Um, I think I agree with you, Anna, that if she did, she would not follow all the old rules because I think she took that lesson. Remember, Luke gave her that lesson right. that, you know, the Jedi failed. They they weren't perfect. And there were certain things that they did that allowed what happened to happen. Right. Right. They became warriors. They Right. So I think that Ray, I think Ray would learn the lessons from that. Failure mm-hmm. is the greatest teacher, right? Yeah. Um, oh, one thing from the novelization uh, that I'm still reading. We're not doing canon news today, but I'm still reading one thing that Ray says. Ray thinks about what would Leia say. She would say, "Failure is the greatest teacher," and and that's what Yoda tells Luke in the Last Jedi. Failure, the greatest teacher, is right. Right, and Luke must have taught that to Leia. Luke and Luke is Leia in. Luke is talking to Leia. Right, and right. Luke's. I think I said this before, but in the book, you actually get to read Luke's Force Ghost quite a bit talking to Leia. So wow. so Luke is about how Ray's gonna start an order of Pikamangua. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for that question, Ian. And and, and Poet Finn's um, child is gonna be a Pikamangua. <laughs> maybe. Yes. Yes. Maybe. Yes. <laughs> so and as Rose with, and as no, 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 and then Poe and Finn's child is gonna turn to the dark side. They're gonna be like, I should have teach him better, like um, Rain. And then it's oh, gonna be no, the I sequels mean, like, all yeah. over again. <laughs> as with all question and answer council questions, Ian, we also want to hear your answer. Yes. Uh, so if you want to send us another email, we'd love to hear what your answer is. Curious what you think. Okay, so it's getting kind of late, but um, I think. It's not quite time to end the podcast because I think it is time for Stump the Nuts! All right, so Nyan sent us a Stump the Lump question, and his question for us is Was Luke or Leia born? First. Don't shout Wait. it out! Don't shout it out! Was Luke or Leia Think about it, don't born say it. first? While you're thinking about it, I will ease the answer out of you by saying, Uba. Uba. <laughs> I got it! I have it, okay? Uba. <laughs> I have it, okay? Okay. Okay, Anna, what's Wait, your answer? Okay. Liam's wrong. <laughs> maybe you'll be right. Actually, Uba. Uba <laughs> yes. was born first. Luke, Luke was no, Leia. Yeah, she goes, Luke. But Leia's so much more. And then she goes, no, she goes, she goes, she goes, Luke. Leia. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Wow. She I doesn't go, tell. Leia. Luke. But Leia looks so much. <laughs> but Leia acts so much more richer. That's <laughs> that true, though. Very true. That is boy trying to kill true. Luke's just a little boy trying to kill rats. Mm. And she's, <laughs> she's like, she's like draining to be a princess. Well, you know, teenage girls are usually more they mature are. than teenage boys. Yeah. So I think that tracks because they 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 
they hit puberty faster. Yeah, yeah also, but, but you know, she went off with Haldo on a mission that she wasn't supposed to go on and then crashed the car and then they almost died, but they survived because they got saved by a pig mongoa. <laughs> I think that's, um, that's actually a story from a comic, right? Yeah. Her and Haldo, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, also, like, no, no, there's no pig mongoa. <laughs> no uh, I think that Leia was you know, had the benefit of being raised by royalty True. and she was taught at a very young age to be yeah. mature, you know, because mm-hmm. she was going to be the ruler of Alderaan one mm-hmm. day. Um, so, so yeah, but like I think. Toph, she mm. ran away. Oh, we're going to Avatar now? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> because Toph isn't oh. someone who's like, I'm going to wear a dress and I can lead people well, and I can be nice. That's she's just, just how like, it's she's done. But the, then also... Toph's parents didn't respect her like exactly. the Organas respected exactly. Leia. Exactly. So. They, didn't, they, they didn't say, you are powerful, and right. you can be a leader, and you are super strong and they amazing. They said, put your pinky around the teacup. Exactly. And drink it. You gotta be polite. That's what they said. But, but Leia's parents, they were like, you can be a leader, you're very strong and capable, mm-hmm. but you can also be have very good manners at the mm-hmm. same time. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, gotcha. Wait, um, wait, what are we doing? Uh, <laughs> Anna, or, Anna, you earned $5,000 because you got, um, you got slumped the lump right. Yep. So, um, um who asked? So, who, who did um, this? Liam, lump again? You, Liam, you get a lumpy on your body. Remember that? <laughs> oh, yeah. No. <laughs> Nyan, thank you so much for the. Uh, <laughs> and then when you pop it, a lumpy comes out like. Oh <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, yep, <laughs> that was a couple years ago. Probably. Yeah. You get lumps it was in your old body. House. Yeah, yeah, there was. Um, so anyway, thank you so much for the question and. Uh, the things we say on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and thank you everyone for listening to episode 159 of Children of the Force. And as always, thank you to those who support us over on patreon.com slash children of the force. Your support allows us to do this podcast and to make it better. If you'd like to reach out to us online, you can contact us via Twitter. At Force Children. Our Facebook is... Children of the Force. Our email address is... ForceChildren at gmail.com. Our website is... Childrenoftheforce.com with two W's at the beginning. <laughs> uh, head on over to SpeakPipe.com slash Children of the Force to leave us a voicemail. And finally, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen to us. It really does help the show get into more people's ears. We'd really appreciate it. For Children of the Force, I'm Al. <laughs> what? Hey, Anna. Okay. I'm Liam. I think, what? right? Yeah, I'm okay. Liam. Yeah, I'm Anna. No, no, it's okay. It's it's fine. Let's just, let's just end it. And then the Everybody, let's say Pikmangua. Okay. See. And the force may- flows through a pick a manga. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like mango. Pick a mango. <laughs> okay, wait. Wait, so, wait, so say may the pick a manga be with you. May okay. The and may the pick a manga be with you. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs>
I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't know what we're doing. Bye.